Very Bad Wizards is a podcast with a philosopher, my dad, and psychologist, Dave Pizarro, having an informal discussion about issues in science and ethics. Please note that the discussion contains bad words that I'm not allowed to say, and knowing my dad, some very inappropriate jokes. No, no, you don't know me. I actually love women and black people and retarded people. Welcome to Very Bad Wizards. I'm Tamler Summers from the University of Houston. And I'm David Pizarro from Cornell University. On today's episode, fresh off our discussion of cunt punting and the sorority sister email. (laughs) Are you going to say that, given that this is the topic of this show? Just like no, you were I'll only, I'll only say it if we have, I'll only say it if we have a female guest on the show. Um, who, who oh, else? so you were willing to say the N word just because we had Damani on the show? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's a sign of weakness. I think that's a sign of strength. I think that uh, that if you don't have the balls to say it to somebody who might actually get offended to it uh, by it, then it's weak and just completely just just weak sauce to say it behind their back like you do all the time. To your wife, <laughs> I, I, I say it to her face all the time. Uh, no, no, I can say the word I, in an academic context. It's perfectly fine. Right? Yeah. Uh, on today's episode, <laughs> we are going to be discussing slurs, slurs, stereotypes, and offensiveness. Right. What makes a slur offensive? Why is it offensive sometimes when some people use it and uh, not other? And time? just damn funny when other people use it. Yeah, and we're going to try to break all that down. Uh, before we do that, we want to thank a bunch of people. Um, we just got a lot of – I feel like we got a lot of support after the grad school episode. Yeah, um, it was A bunch great. of people rated us on, our tu- on iTunes. Yeah, no, it was great. A lot of nice comments. Thank you guys for taking the time to email us, to to uh, rate us on, on iTunes and say things. And, you know, we were actually not sure how that grad school episode would go. Um, but, but I'm glad that at least, uh, at least the people who hated it have not emailed us. <laughs> that's <laughs> Maybe true. that's the best claim. And they haven't uh, rated us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, well. right. It's getting kind of suspicious almost <laughs> yeah. that we haven't gotten a bad review. So, so if you hate the show, I feel like we got to get it over with at some point because I'm going to cry the minute we get it. Like there's this great oatmeal comic online about like getting feedback on the internet when you get like a thousand people who like your stuff and you like, feel like you're on top of the world. But when you get 1000 people who like it and then one person who hates. It just like feels. I just I, I can get ready to just feel destroyed completely. I don't know. We can take that. Well, you have self esteem. For all the shit we talk, <laughs> we can take a little shit ourselves. <laughs> Speaking of talking shit, we've now lost all semblance of moral superiority over a partially examined life. <laughs> 
because <laughs> we have added a couple ways to support us. First, the Amazon link. Which you just have to do shopping that you otherwise would do, and then we get a little right. cut of it. It's like the but doctrine of double click. effect for, for supporting us, right? It's like you it can just be the side effect of shopping on Amazon that you end up supporting us, and that way you don't feel too 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 bad about asking you. I don't know what the doctor is. <laughs> I know. I know. You should take a philosophy course. No wonder you couldn't get a fucking job. <laughs> no, I think – no, I do know uh, what the doctrine of double effect is, but I don't want to say. I don't think you know what it is. So – but yeah, you have to click on the site, and it's tough to remember. It's tough even for us to remember or for like family members to remember. I don't think my wife has done it once, and she's ordered like 30 things. <laughs> so, so. Maybe she doing that on purpose. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Although, talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. And then uh, we also, here's where we just, you know, partially examine life. I feel like we had something over them, but now we don't because we added a donate button. Yeah, so. and I think ours is probably bigger. It's <laughs> <laughs> like 20% of Those are a little more tasteful. We have it now. Like, yeah, maybe we should make it a little smaller uh, at least. Yeah, uh, and if you're wondering why we would even care, it, the, the, the truth of the matter is that we want to sound good so we 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 pay for a website and we and i want to take this moment to thank bunny sandifer for actually helping me out by geeking out on microphones because i just got a new microphone and i'm i'm hoping i sound better than tamler that's always been my goal i know i know that i don't have that sleek radio face that tamler has but uh (laughs) maybe maybe the technology's on my side so you're just bringing out now the the radio inside humor (laughs) That's right. Yeah, thanks to Bunny Sandifer for making sure that David sounds better than I do. <laughs> on, uh, on, yeah, he has this new fancy mic. I still have my old Snowball mic, but we, uh, yeah, we want to make some improvements to the audio and also to the way that we distribute, can promote, and distribute, and all of that. Yeah, so we appreciate that, and we always appreciate the emails and iTunes reviews, Facebook, all that. Um, it's it's what keeps us doing the show. Right, right. I mean, people didn't listen for about three episodes, but, but <laughs> once you get a few people listening, it's kind of a day. And soon they're probably not going <laughs> to listen to again. Listen yeah. to us again. <laughs> All right, so let's get to today's topic. You guys are obsessed. Well, I'm curious. I don't know that I'm obsessed. Really? You who says faggot on stage more than you say hello? Hello? Who says hello more than once on stage? Who says hello on stage at all? Yeah, hello. I mean, in life. In life, he says more than he says it in life. Okay. Rick, does it offend you when I say that word? What word? Hello? No, faggot. Yeah, does it bother you when he says the word faggot? <laughs> no, it bothers me when you say it. Because you mean it. Yeah, but really, it's like as a comedian and a, a gay guy. You're the only gay comic I know. Do you think I shouldn't be using that word on stage? I think you should use whatever words you want. Uh, and when you use it on stage, I can see it's funny, and I don't care. But are you interested to know what it might mean to, to gay men? Yeah, I am interested. Well, the word faggot really means a bundle of sticks used for kindling in a fire. Now, in the Middle Ages, when they used to burn people they thought were witches, they used to burn homosexuals, too. And they used to burn the witches at a stake, but they thought the homosexuals were too low and disgusting to be given a stake to be burned on. So they used to just throw them in with the kindling, with the other faggots. So that's how you get flaming faggot. 
So what you're saying is gay people are a good alternative fuel source. <laughs> That's where they get the term diesel dyke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You might want to know that every gay man in America has probably had that word shouted at them when they're being beaten up. Sometimes many times. Sometimes by a lot of people all at once. So when you say it, it kind of brings that all back up. But, you know, by all means, use it. Get your laughs. But, you know, now you know what it means. Okay, thanks, faggot. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right. That was a great clip from Louis C.K.'s show, Louis, uh, season one. Uh, we're going to put a if you haven't seen that unbelievable scene, the whole scene is just, it's hilarious. It's so, it's fascinating. It's one, I think it's one of my favorite clips of, of just TV, like yeah, ever, I ever. So I remember when I first saw it, I, that was when I realized that the show was just going to be something special. And I, you know, there was a time, I think right around season two, when he went to Iraq, I had a wire level obsession with the show. <laughs> um, just like I, I couldn't stop talking about it. People just wanted me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> about Louis. Yeah, I know. So Louis C.K. is is probably the best example of somebody who can. Well, I mean, I'm sure he pisses a lot of people off, right? I, but but he's funny. I, no matter how offensive his his jokes might actually get, I, I think that there's no denying that he's one of the funniest guys out there. Well, we'll get to this also. I, I'm going to present a theory of offensiveness. Mm. Um, even though I'm anti-theory in general, I'm going to be a total hypocrite about this. But I think one of the big things about Louis C.K. is you just get the sense that he's a good guy. Right. Well, the guy in this clip points out that – that uh, um, I don't know the name of the gay comedian, but he, but he gets mad at the other guy. He says – not mad, but he says, I don't like it when you say it because you mean it. Right? right, and I think that's exactly what he's what he's pointing out. He's like, you know, at this point, you're not you're not laughing for the same reasons that Louis C.K. is laughing when he says it. You can see it earlier on in the clip where there's a little more of an edge to his gay bashing right. than there is. To ev everybody's joking around about it. Hannibal Burris, who's an awesome comic, right. he's joking around about it. But you can see that there's more of an edge when that comic, I think, is what's his name? Oh, what's he's his name? Ray Nick, something. No, Nick something. Oh, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nick something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick, and he's, uh, you can just tell he, he means it. Like, it actually bothers me that the end of that clip bothers me. Because I don't think that the when he when he says faggot at the very end that that I I, I still think that he kind of means it. Oh, I don't know. Like I think at the end he's almost like redeeming himself. There, he's he's doing it in that kind of funny way again. But it's just earlier on when he describes the bathroom <laughs> yeah. dick scene. Right. Or it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? People? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm honestly disgusted. Like, not in a moral way, not in a Jesus kind of Bible way. Just gross. Just really, just grossed out. Right. So you have a so, theory. Uh, all right. So let me take my. Let me tell you my theory. Okay. What makes a an, a joke or a slur? offensive or not offensive and all of these factors play into it the first factor is just the general offensiveness of the slur or the joke right so the, obviously the n-word so like the severity more offensive right. than yeah right. than saying i don't know uh spook or something or, or like louis ck has a funny like a funny bit about being called cracker and how, that, how can that bother me he's like yeah it's like you're reminding me of owning land and people <laughs> <laughs> is that what 
Yeah, is a, that what Cracker like? What is Cracker? No, no, in? it's just I don't know the the it's origins of it, but he's like reminding white. me that I'm white. Like it's just like reminding me that that we used to own land and people. <laughs> like, or like George Jefferson, like calling white people like, honkies. honkies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that just him, or was that a thing? No, that's a thing. Honky's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Honky, <laughs> honky, motherfucker. <laughs> so that's one of it. Just how offensive. Not not to dive into the details of your theory yet, but but you you can't just say that it's. The offensiveness is a factor because you still have to explain why the N word is more offensive to, like than that. And and I well, think okay, part of right. it is just but, historically. But okay, but right. let's just say we have we do have in our mind we can we can get into why each right. factor matters. But we have a list uh, in our minds roughly of like, like the rank order, know, a ranking, a high a hierarchy of offensiveness of the slur. Fair enough. Obviously, intent is a big part of it. You know, are you intending it maliciously? Are you intending it to just shock and be funny? Right. And that's kind of an obvious one. As you've he, here's one that I think. Think would be controversial in some sense because it, it, it is just how funny it is so if it's really funny it's not as offensive as if it's not funny uh the, the fourth dimension is the character just the general character of the person who says it, right, right? right i mean if you just know that this person is a good person uh, i think that's a big one right that's why especially Louis not uh, someone who's not particularly prejudiced or or you know biased in any way like if if you know that about the person then it, you, it goes a long way i think to, toward forgiving any use of the fifth dimension is the target of the slur or the joke especially i think whether you if you're in a higher position of power over them then it's going to be that's going to ramp up the offensiveness yeah a lot more right and uh and if you're and also just like so the greatest example of this speaking of the c word is the onion tweet right after the oscars right. where they tweeted out that uh Kavenze wallace who is the nine-year-old but at the time six when she filmed uh, the movie beast of the southern wild have you seen beast no of the southern i wild have yet? it sitting on my computer and i haven't i've yet to watch it it's, it seems like one of those movies that that requires like my not my falling asleep, my half falling asleep, which is when I usually watch movies. No, right. Yeah. It, right. I I was totally blown away by it. I thought yeah. it was just beautiful and awesome. And she is so good in it that it's crazy. Uh, and she was five when she auditioned. She was six when she filmed it. Anyway, she was nine at the Oscars, and The Onion tweeted that Covenze Wallace is such a cunt or something like that, isn't yeah. she? It's the first and only time ever in The Onions now, what? I mean, I think they started in 95 or something like that. So we're almost at 20 years, 18 years, 17 years history that, that they actually apologized for something that they did. I like I, In my mind, I... I have the image of I, I'm hoping that some stupid intern grabbed a smartphone and 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 tweeted that out without anybody, <laughs> without yeah. any editorial oversight. I would be surprised if that person still worked for that. But be. the reason now, if they did this about Jennifer Lawrence, American Sweetheart, or something like that, you know, people think I, I think that wouldn't have been that big a deal. Uh, it, but they did it about a nine-year-old girl, and maybe the fact that she was a nine-year-old black girl played a role. Although I don't think this was about racism. A couple people said it, it was. I mean, but it's, I, it, let's just say it doesn't help that she was a nine-year-old black girl. I, I it mean, doesn't. I don't, yeah. But it, but yeah. but but I think it would have been at least almost as bad as if it were a nine-year-old white girl. I mean, it's a nine-year-old girl, and you don't do that. And But again, yeah. that, that the, only, the reason you don't do it is it's the same word, 
it's the same kind of joke where obviously she's not. She's the opposite of that. She's just, you know, this beautiful, shining example of the greatness of humanity. Mm. And it's not, it's but, not, yeah, it's not just not even close to like, you know, it's, it's, it's also, I mean, that's a great example of it's not really funny. No. And so not. if, uh, if it had been funnier, I think it would have been less offensive. And I think, you know, if she hadn't been a nine year old girl, a nine year old black girl, then it would have been a lot right. less offensive. Right. So, uh, I, although I know you, I, I know you don't have a formal theory out there, but but it kind of is circular to say that it's not offensive when it's funny because I think that a lot of wh- why it's not funny is because it's so fucking offensive. <laughs> no, but I think I, well, I guess I'm just talking about the same word or the same kind of joke or something like that can be more or less offensive depending about just how clever it is. You know, right, right. Re- that's true. This wasn't clever at all. There was no. This, <laughs> Right. There is no question. She's like, what's funny about that? Just that she's obviously not. Right. You know, right. Like, that, that, that most normal that. people would never use that word to describe a nine year old girl. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, two last ones. How offensive the target of the joke finds it when you always make your anti Semitic comments. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm deeply offended by them, and that's why they're offensive in part. And I, I feel know? very guilty for them, actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. Always, and, I'm sure. You, you know, for the record, <laughs> for the record, you've you've actually accused me of anti-Semitic jokes way more than I've ever uttered an anti-Semitic word. So just putting it out there, but. You know, I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm okay. If, if what are you're, if you what sure? you're talking you're not, about you're is you're my... You're not too offended by your, your own anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, and then the last dimension is just whether the person who says it is British. Because if you're British, you can say whatever the fuck you want. With a British and nobody accent. cares. <laughs> you know, I actually... So in, in line with what you're saying, I think is actually... I think this is a cue to underlying intent and character is... The confidence with which you say it. Have you ever seen a white person sort of pussyfoot around uh, a racial term? So a lot of white people can't even say the word black, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Without, like, I know. They're like, hey, you see that guy over there? Which one? The guy in the in the ripped jeans and the curly hair. You know, it's like, just fucking say black. But then it, that nervousness... When, they're, when they want to say the N-word or something, that nervousness makes them seem more racist. So That's right. if you're if you are caught in a position where you have to say an offensive term, whatever, whether it's the N-word, whether it's the C-word, whether it's any any group, say it confidently and say it yeah. quickly and don't bat an Put eye and just, keep, and just keep talking like nothing, like, like it was the most normal thing in the world. And I don't think you'll get called on it near, you know. It's, it, but I think it's because of the underlying, the cue to like whether you're actually just a racist asshole and you know it, or whether you're just like, nah, this is. Yeah. Which is why that modern day Rosa Parks, uh, <laughs> <the sorority laughs> sister. So uh, if you haven't she heard, was very you know, confident in saying cunt punt. You know, she just said cunt punt. I will cunt punt each and every one of you, you and if, that's why I wasn't. If you offensive. have not listened to our previous episode, episode twenty one, our graduate school, <laughs> when Tamler goes on his rant about this sorority girl, it's uh, not a rant. No, no, it's I not mean, a rant. It's, it's not a complaint. Rant. It's a it's a celebratory celebratory spiel with lots of emotion. He calls her a civil rights visionary. Usually, I don't find you all that funny. I just laugh because it's my that's just how I do it. Um, right. uh, uh, I'm your son. Like the car talk guy. <laughs> yeah. So I emailed Tamler that he was, that, that I think that he, he had as much, uh, he, he was treating her like the modern day Rosa Parks. Of, uh, <laughs> well, let me explain why. My point was that, remember the Lenny Bruce clip, and we played this on our uh, episode with Damani McDowell, 
But if you remember the Lenny Bruce clip where he he says he he starts call he starts using the N word right. and and he says the reason he wants to use it is to drain all the poison out of it. But the idea is if you keep using it, if you keep using it, that'll drain the poison out of the world. And with that that email, that sorority girl, all of a sudden on you know major magazines, everyone's using the word. Cunt, I don't you know, know that everyone's using it. I, I think swear to God, <laughs> you're not like it was on Grantland. It was in uh, hey, Bill Yorker. Simmons is an asshole just a- like you are. Like that doesn't mean that everyone's using it. <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, it's governed by ESPN. It's you know, the, the, my point is, she managed to drain the poison out of the out, <laughs> out of the word. Well, again, I, 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 at least out of the word cunt punt. But of course, I don't think anybody knew that word to begin with. Uh, let, let, so, I have a different theory. You you were never quite offended by that word to begin with, so of course it feels like the poison has been drained out of it because there was never any poison to the word to begin with. You're perfectly fine using the word all the time. And uh, let's play the Bill. <laughs> Okay. Afterwards, we were having a couple of pints, <clears throat> and um, I started talking about the word cunt, and I was too drunk. I wish I filmed it. I was sitting there going, like, yeah, we're like blown away how you guys can just say cunt, and it's not offensive. And they're like, yeah, and they're like, aye, everybody says that when they come over here, blah, 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 blah and all this shit, right? <clears throat> so I was talking to him. I'm like, yeah, you actually use it as like like a compliment. You say stuff like, ah, you know, he's, he's a good cunt. And the other guy goes, he goes, oh, he's a great cunt, top cunt. <laughs> so there you go. There's, there's a new expression for you. He's a top cunt. I think that's <laughs> one of the greatest things I've ever heard. So I'm, I'm saying to these guys, like we were trading notes, like I was saying. So I go, so what is basically the C word? What is the word you can't say over in, in Scotland? And he said, uh, spastic. Like that they just don't – you just – you don't talk about that stuff over there. If you do, I guess it's literally needle going off the fucking record player. All right. So that's the great Bill Burr. I've talked about him already. But uh, if you don't know him, he's, he's a very good – he's a great comic, uh, has a great podcast, watches specials. But, um, but you know, I, I, I've wondered that, right? I mean British – for them, cunt is just – it's just a word like asshole. So actually, here's my question for you since you do – it's true. You're more disturbed by this word than yeah. I am. Uh, we use it in my house. I, think, I don't know if I've said it, but like you know, my wife and I will talk we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, she seems like a bit of a cunt. Right. You know, like, and it's just not a big deal. My wife's not really offended by it. But where, where, where did that come from? Like the N-word, we, we heard about faggot already where that derives its, uh, its real sort of poison. But where did this word derive its so much poison? Where did it come from? And what's the deal with that? I, I don't know, but, but I mean you don't have to look far to, 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 to find sort of deep histories of, of poor treatment toward women. And I think that that an insult, that's an true. insult that encodes for your race or for your, you know, your, you know, it's just what in that category of thing that that if you're going to try to find a word that's deeply offensive to to women who have been mistreated historically and and in you know modern day as well, that that's probably the biggest. You know that's going to be the one but, but, that's. But why this work? Well, right? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, if if what you're asking, oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think the part of it is probably just historical, if you know, freakishness. I mean, I, it's like why why the N word? Why not 
why not any other word or why why kai well, I mean, Demani gave us a little history well, of that, i mean you right? can have the etymology right but, but but that doesn't really explain why that word was picked up and used with such vitriol I, you know right I, it's sort it's one of those things where it's just it's just you know bitch i think the word bitch came to first of all it also means female dog and and it just came right which is worse <laughs> right, yeah i mean women have vaginas <laughs> yeah I think that there is I, – I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean I think part of it is using – I've always actually been uncomfortable with using the word pussy or cunt as an insult because those are wonderful things. <laughs> those are beautiful, wonderful things. And so I think that, that actually using it as an insult – So you don't call your friends pussy? No, I don't actually. You know, no. Like I used to in high school. I mean in high school I used to call them gay as an insult as well. But I think that, that use, calling someone a pussy as an insult is actually – it's something that makes me really uncomfortable like because what's so insulting about that <laughs> you are such a pussy. yes exactly right <laughs> so it's like why does cock mean like somebody who's just sort of strong-willed and, and an asshole but like but pussy means somebody who's weak right i think that it's just one of those things that that i and i have to say if you're going to use these words i think the very point that louis ck is making and and the other comic whose name i forget um the gay one is making is you know, know what you're saying and know like who, who the audience is and how it actually might have an effect on the people who are saying it. And, and I have to say at this point, we are, but that's what I don't get with, with, with the, with the C word, right? I don't get why that has such an effect on some people. Uh, it's, and, and, and I swear to God, it's Americans because this isn't a thing in other countries. This just well, look, isn't, like there's right? Like, I mean, they say a, <laughs> it's not in the UK, but, but th- is that really such a mystery? Like, is it's like saying like, I don't understand. It's like a, uh, a Scottish dude saying like, I don't understand how they can say spastic in the, in, in the U S or why we can't say it here. It's just, I mean, there are historical reasons. Well, why I would want to know about that's spastic too, wouldn't you? Like, why that's such yeah. An no, I mean, the word retarded has come to to acquire those properties recently as well. Like, it's it's a lot of people are deeply insulted by the use of the word retarded. Um, and so I I I don't I don't think it's that much of a mystery why a word can acquire such a poisonous sort of uh, association when it's a word that's so directly an insult to an a, a group that's been mistreated, right? Is is it that really that much of a mystery? It's like we don't say we don't call each other Mongolic, right? When when we th- you know like Mong- you stupid Mon- Mongoloid, right? As they say in Pulp Fiction, because that's like insulting people who are mentally disabled and Asian people, right? Is it? It's like who's going to say like why? I wonder why. I wonder why people are offended by that. But I mean, with re, with uh, so re, retarded or retard is a great example of if it's funny, it's not offensive, right? And, you keep, you uh, keep saying about that, Mary. but you're, you don't find it offensive. Therefore, you're more likely to find it funny, right? Did you not? And there's something about Mary find it funny when uh, Matt Dillon says, "But that's you know not what I really want to do, which is to work with retards." <laughs> when he's trying to hit on uh, that doesn't just Cameron Diaz just because I find it funny doesn't mean that some people don't have the right to be insulted. Like if your child had had Down syndrome, I guarantee you, all of a sudden that word would every time you heard it, it would have a little bit of a sting. See, I I disagree. You're just you're, you know you're a white guy. For, like, you're a white you know, guy no, from a privileged background. It, you don't. I don't think that you and, and you even say this in in our race in our race show. There's nothing that someone can say to you that will bite, because because 
Because, you know, you're, you're a, a, like an upper middle class educated white guy from like the Northeast. I'm Jewish. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Jewish. Yeah. So I don't, that's it. And I take Jew, I take all your Jew jokes, <laughs> uh, even though they're malicious in stride. Well, that's because you know my underlying intent is really. Is, uh, that's actually another dimension is you can say whatever shit you want about your own. Mm-hmm. Minority race. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I think that you know, I think that, that gets to the same to the same point that you were making, which is your underlying character and intent. Because it's rare that somebody from that group is saying it with hate. But I think that that you, your point about the underlying intent overrides even belonging to the group. Because when you when you see like a, yeah. like the Sam Jackson character in in, um, in Django Unchained, he, he is like oh, yeah. the, you know the Tom character, right? So when he right. says it, there is poison to it, right? He yeah, really yeah, yeah. Means it. he has he says it with hate. Um, so, but but yeah. you know we we've talked about this right. But if somebody is deeply ill, that you don't want people to tiptoe around it. I, I always remember my dad when uh, we were we were friends with someone with Parkinson's disease, and it was pretty bad. You know they were and you're like hold my milk. We were going <laughs> shopping with him. Couldn't find a parking space, and then he says, "Well, how about I?" Just, my dad says, well, "How about we just." Uh, pull into this handicap spot and you can just get out, stand in front of the car and just shake. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, uh, you know, and the guy appreciated. No, that's you know, true, like, but you're, you're not going to get that with nigger and cunt. <laughs> you're not going to be like, hey, man, I really appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> like, that's so different. That's like, you don't call him a retard and point and laugh. Like, you know. Right. Well, no, but in this case, you do. Again, but that's why I'm saying you said if you're like if my kid had Down syndrome, then any time I saw somebody use the word retard or I watch South Park, we should. I mean, uh, South Park's a great <laughs> example Park. of what they can get away with pretty much whatever they want. But there's something about them being but, equal opportunity, which is sort of an, uh, another point that I think actually goes to the underlying character. Like they, they it's OK to hate everyone. <laughs> right sure you then make fun of everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, and yourself yeah. look i know you're being all high and mighty for this no you know i'm reason. not being oh, I, I, think can, I don't want to use derogatory terms about women i mean you should hear him talk <laughs> off air. that's such bullshit can i tell you though a deep fear of mine is that yeah. is that uh so you know I, I teach a course that has sometimes 150 180 students and over the course of the semester, they get to know who you are. As I'm sure you've experienced it, they they get to, you don't you can't start off the, on the very first day. Well, you could, but but it's it's much easier to like on the on the tenth lecture to say some crazy shit than it is on the first yeah. on the first lecture because they've come to know you and they've come to know what your what your underlying character is and your intent. That's right. And uh, I have a deep fear though that that um, somebody would hear. Something that I say for the very first time, not know anything about me, and actually be deeply offended. And you know what? I couldn't defend that. I, like, what would I say? What, what would I say is like, no, no, you don't know me. I actually love women and black people and retarded people. And like, you know, it's like, no, it doesn't work. It, it hurt them. And that gets to the to what you're saying, which is, if there are people around you who might get really hurt by it, then I probably would try not to say it, right? You would hope that in a, yeah. in a stand-up comedy like setting that people are going there not to be offended. <laughs> right. You're sort of checking your hypersensitivities mm-hmm. at the door, especially with certain comics. Right. I mean, if you go see Jay Leno and he starts <laughs> saying <laughs> <The> like, <N-word. laughs> 
that would be you know which was also the problem with michael richards that's not his thing oh, yeah, you man, know what, and also he was he angry lost and it, right. he did, there was nothing funny about it and uh but, you know what's uh, messed up in what goes to his sort of his approach to the whole thing is when he was apologizing for it on was it on Leno? He got on and apologized with with Seinfeld as as the guest and, and he was referring to he was apologizing essentially to black people and he referred to them as Afro Americans, which was just so <laughs> out of touch. It's not that's not ins- it's it's only insulting that he would as a way to make up for an insult to black people that he would use that. It just shows you. Do you know any black people? Like if you don't know any black people at all. Then, then you just are never allowed to say stuff like that. I apologize to all the Negroes who were <laughs> yeah. offended by my comments. <laughs> we should put up a clip to that. It's so awkward. It's one of the most awkward things I think I've watched on TV. <laughs> well, that's a the thing. I, I feel like African American is now not something you have to say anymore, and in fact, almost marks you out as somebody who doesn't know any black yeah, people. Yeah, academics say it all the time, though. I, it's just, it's weird. You know why it bugs me? For two reasons. One, if you're talking about race, nationality really doesn't have that much to do with it. So if you want to, you, if you want I've heard people say, like, you know, I, we might have mentioned this in the race episode, but if you want to say, like, a people black French probably. guy, like, I've heard people yeah, go, that African-American fr- French <laughs> yeah, no, they get they get all tripped up with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. funny. But words like um, I don't know. I still I, I obviously like I'm way tolerant for saying lots of things that are potentially offensive. But I do I do think that there is a, a historical context to a lot of of these words, and there's actually a bite to them that you and I have not experienced personally, right? I, That's true. And, yeah, I mean that's what's great about the Louis C.K. Yeah. clip, you know, when he was talking about every gay kid has been called exactly. faggot, and like, and once that gets charged, like if you were called a kike while you were getting the shit kicked out of you, then as a kid, maybe that word would actually acquire that bite. And I, what I'm trying to say is like, I, yeah, I know, I know, I sound I was on like I'm on a moral high horse, but I am trying to just to to play like the role of this person saying, imagine that the n-word was shouted at you while rocks were being thrown or or anything like that right even one experience like that as a kid and you might just it just might fucking hurt every single time right well let's take a break and then i want to ask you a question about that that is something offensive just because certain people are offended by it but let's take a break and Welcome back to the potentially very last episode of Very Bad Wizards. <laughs> uh, have, are we going to have gone too far with this? Uh, on it? 
I hope not. I mean, I, it's just that it's all collected into one, right? <laughs> I think if somebody, Would if you, one of our listeners, don't forget, we're testing a theory. This is <laughs> this is social science at its best. I would call it more without the data mis- making up, and <laughs> I would call it more of a description than than a theory. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there is something about. Uh, I think that if if one of our listeners ever bothered to uh, make a super mix of the crazy shit we've said, that that alone would be way more offensive. But there's something about yeah. talking about all of this stuff in one episode that you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know, and and the out of context thing also, like what you just said. You know, I had a seminar where I was really close to these students, and by the end of the seminar. You know, you could say anything. We I could, know. We, you could literally say anything, and we even talked about this about how. Well, what if you know somebody heard something <laughs> out of context? And we, we talked about it because it was a, it was on retribution and punishment, and we said that you know there's no if you hear it out of context, that's not going to tell you anything. You have to yeah. you have to know what was going on in that class for the semester to be able to judge whether you know what I said or what somebody else in the class said was offensive or not. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, uh, I know, and the, and that's the thing is that that as as we live our life in public more and more, the chances of somebody just happening on you know you give a talk, you give you know, you do a podcast, you do some whatever, um, the chances of someone hearing just a snippet of what you said and becoming very offended are are kind of high. Like I'm going to teach intro psych at Cornell, and I go back, and it's going to be it's going to be streamed over to a class in Qatar, and I'm kind of <laughs> nervous about this. Are you doing one of those MOOCs? No, no, it's not a MOOC. It's there's an actual, um, there's a campus, a medical school campus in Qatar uh, that Cornell has, and the students take one semester of psychology. And so it's been for I don't know for how many years now. Um, the person who teaches Intro to Psych actually gets streamed over, and I'm going to actually fly out to Qatar for a week. And uh, but you know, it's a different culture. They're not native English speakers, and you're going to have to take all the like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> say whatever you were going to say. <laughs> Towel head. I've never seen you stutter on an insult like that before. Uh, well, because you know what I wanted to <laughs> say. For the record, I'm a quarter Arab, so I can, I can say. I, 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 let's just say right now, anything anti-Hispanic Arab. or anti-Arab, I, I kind of feel like I'm allowed. But, you know. but then, Are then you really again, a quarter Arab? What's that? Are you really a Yeah, a yeah, my grandma's Arab? full Lebanese and so I have a bunch of Lebanese. Uh, they were immigrants to Argentina, so so yeah. So that's why you you hate <laughs> Well, I mean, this is one reason. <laughs> it's overdetermined. <laughs> no, speaking of hating Jews, we talked a little bit about about Seth MacFarlane. There's there's a case of somebody who pushes the line, I think, so much that I start to wonder sometimes whether he's kind of secretly racist and anti-Semitic. Um and well, the big thing that he also gets criticized for is is sexism yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. The, the Oscars was interesting because a lot of on Facebook there was, and you know there was a lot of outrage about the Oscars. 
again, I don't know. My wife and I watched it. We watched him. We thought he was, you know, like some things weren't funny. Some things were, but nothing particularly offensive. You know, there was another like almost C word reference you, where he was doing the song at the yeah, end. Which play the song, yeah, maybe. Or it, it's all about like boobs. It. You know, part of what I find kind of offensive about Seth MacFarlane is that uh, he goes for the lowbrow humor that's not that funny sometimes. Like his jokes about boobs are just not that funny. Like I like the clever part of like South Park is very clever usually. Um, yeah, and they it's interesting the difference between them because nobody except for maybe like, you know, Christian scientists yeah. and really religious people uh, are offended by South Park. And a lot of people and you know, people intelligent people who I don't, you know, I wouldn't think are just hypersensitive PC people are are offended by him and I think that Part of it is, I think, the, also the audience that he appeals to, you get the sense that they, even if he doesn't really mean it, and I actually think he doesn't, right. uh, even if he doesn't really mean it, they, mi- they yeah, mean Yeah, they might be laughing because because they secretly, they're like, yeah, fucking Jews. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, this is actually uh, Dave Chappelle. We might have talked about this. I don't remember. But <clears throat> Dave Chappelle canceled his show. Um, in part because of a reaction that was like this. So Dave Chappelle does lots of this, this sort of offensive racial humor. Well, not offensive to me, but um, potentially offensive racial humor. And he was he was uh, doing a skit that involved some real just sort of classic black stereotype, some you know b- buffoonish minstrel stereotype. And he saw he says that he saw um, a white person on set laughing, and he was laughing in the way he was just laughing in the wrong way. And and this <laughs> right. really just got to him, and he realized that like it, it's a, this wasn't what he wanted to be doing anymore. And I think people took it as him being too sensitive, but I'm sorry, man. That you can if anything, you cannot accuse Dave Chappelle of being too sensitive. He yeah. was <laughs> he picked up on something, and he realized, fuck, I got a huge audience, and a lot of these people are laughing because they're laughing at black people, right? Right. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's their laugh. Like you said, they're, it's the wrong kind of laugh or they're laughing for the wrong reasons. Right. And I think people get that with Seth MacFarlane. They don't get that sense from South right. Park. They don't get that sense from Louis C.K. Right. They do get it from Daniel. I, I don't even remember whatever the fuck Daniel Tosh said about. But, uh, you know, Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. I was about to say, you know, I was just listening to a podcast by a guy named Andy Anotko, who's a writer for the uh, Chicago sun times but he actually lives in boston he he sort of ex- ex- was talking at length about his theory about why he he finally just gave up on family guy because because of this very reason and he was talking about the difference between sam kinnison and andrew dice clay which is they both uh, almost word for word said very similar things but sam kinnison you kind of got that he was trying to do what you're saying like tr- trying to make light of something that was painful right whereas andrew dice clay you just feel like there's just a bunch of racist sexist bastards in there yeah women should suck cock and just make sandwiches and that's it you know and it's like there is a real real difference even though the words might actually be very similar so 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 the the question we were le- leading into though uh the break with is so is something offensive because i i had this as a dimension how offensive the target or right. people find the joke but there, there does come to a point where just because a certain person or kind of person might be offended by it doesn't automatically make it offensive. I actually think that that the term like for somebody to say I find that offensive is kind of bullshit. What I want is is a reason. 
right? Give me a reason why it's offensive. And I think that but they can come up with the reason. Well, but a good one. I mean, uh, like the N word or the C word, things that have hist- or, or faggot, th- those words that have a historical sort of bite to them, or even or I or I still don't see the historical bite to the C word, but okay. I mean. You, you don't think that that word was used directly? I, I think to that's like, a great example of just a word that all of a sudden people decided was really offensive, and now it is. Would it would it be but, better if there was if it slowly over time became offensive? Like I mean, well, that's what I think. I mean, I do think that's what happened. That's what happened but, with the n word too. I mean, you you think it yeah, started off I mean, as an insult? I, I I don't know. It just seems very culture specific, and and also like very. I don't understand I don't how you can't understand how deeply hurtful that word could be to somebody. I don't like why. Why would that be? Is it just because of your deep misogyny? I'm I, I'm the opposite <laughs> of a misogynist. I you know I I really like when Harry met the Alley. <laughs> what I you know I actually wanted to ask you before I forget: Is there any time that you've been offended by say a, an anti-Semitic joke? Like actually, just like been pissed or? Yeah, that's a good question. Or by uh, little dick jokes. Do you find those particularly hurtful? <laughs> <laughs> what happens when a, a Jew with a with a boner walks into the wall? He hits his nose. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, I know, but you know, I was raised, and this is part of the this is a, this is the thing. I was just raised in a house where nothing was off limits. You could make Holocaust jokes, right? You know, so it's it's I, I I'm just not. I don't get offended by just a general remark about you know. I if somebody is deeply anti-Semitic. I will get offended by, by that, that, but not about a particular thing that the person says. Have you ever? Uh, but have, have you? Ever, has this ever happened to you? And this, I, I have to admit, it's happened to me growing up as a, as a, a white skinned Hispanic, where other white people would wouldn't realize it, and they would start saying things like it was usually about Mexicans or something. But but there was this sort of hatred of 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 Hispanic people that would come out, and they wouldn't know that I'm Hispanic. And then I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, all of a sudden I became Mexican for for a minute just because I was like, are you fucking kidding? But that's because yeah, it's not because a good. I you know that's a good that 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 could piss me off uh, if I. That's interesting because, you know, I don't look particularly Jewish either. Right. And if somebody starts, like, making really, you know, anti-Semitic jokes, not thinking that I'll just sort of play along. Right. Spanish, yeah. I was raised, actually, this is really sad to admit, but I was raised first knowing the word, which means Jew, Julio, uh, as just a an adjective for cheap. That That's what I thought. That's what I thought the word meant. Like before, I had any notion of what a Jew was. <laughs> like that's if you would have asked me, like when I was six year old David, like how do you say cheap? I, <laughs> I, I guess the the right you need a reason to be offended, but I sometimes think it's so. You mean a reason as if it's like objectively offensive? Like so, you apply all the factors of my theory. Well, to, I, to issue out a, uh, a an offensiveness verdict. No, I mean that if if a word has been historically or a term has been historically used to fuck with people uh, from a group to which you belong, then I think you have prima facie reason to object to the use of that term. You like that? Okay, but but just okay. Here's the question. Can you imagine something where somebody has reason to be offended, but it's not offensive? Hmm. So, so if the I don't you know, know what somebody that means. is making like a cancer joke 
and you know somebody with cancer or you know like the you know a, a funny version like the south park special olympics episode one of my favorite episodes of all time <laughs> Uh, you know, and somebody has reason to be offensive because offended because they have a child who's with Down syndrome who competes in the Special Olympics, and you know, just a really touchy subject with them. Yeah, I, but I mean, yeah, I'm not a philosopher, but my gut, my gut intuition is that the reason that something is offensive is because of the potential to offend, and so the minute that there exists nobody who could potentially be offended, it ceases to be offensive. So the question but, is... But, but the question is... It, it, I don't know that anything... Know, what's the threshold? I don't know that it's anything has the property it. offensiveness independent of people who are offended. So if there is one person who, you know, who in the world could possibly get offended, then all I would say is that, like, it's like... The, you know, you need you need some threshold of of people who might potentially be offended for for me to start using the term offensive, right? So I'm sure there are. So it's just a numbers game, kind of, right? I mean, you know, let's let's pick some random population, you know, Bulgarians in Maine. Like, I'm sure maybe there are there's a stereotype of a Bulgarian living in Maine. Like they part- like, and and <laughs> and I suppose that that one could make a joke. Um, that that like eight people might find offensive, and then I don't know if they came up to you and said like, "Hey, you know that really hurts." My dad's a Bulgarian in Maine, and you don't know how hard he's had to work to like, you know. Then I'd be like, "Oh fuck, I'm Shed sorry." That I, stereotype of being yeah. a Bulgarian from Maine. I would I would apologize. I guess that's my only response. I would say I didn't mean to offend you. But would you give one of those Weasley apologies like, I apologize. That you are offended. Blank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's so... If, if anyone was offended, those kind of non-apologies. Yeah. Or would you really... Oh, no, look, sorry, I, would be, but... I would feel bad. I would actually feel bad if someone came up to me and said, you know what, man, I, I know you didn't mean this, or maybe you did, right. but my dad is a Bulgarian in Maine and he has no legs, <laughs> or whatever, like... <laughs> Okay, no, but see, here's the thing. That's right. That's a great example. I feel bad too, but if somebody asked me if what I said was offensive, I would say no. Uh, I would feel bad. I, I you're making a real feeling. philosopher's distinction there in a way that I've not heard you have <laughs> not heard you make before. It's it's almost well, I mean, like I, you're. I, I proposed a theory. I like, know. It's really a philosophical. You're theory. going to go up to people and say this: necessary and sufficient conditions for offensiveness have not been met. Therefore, you are not allowed yeah. to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you're allowed to be offended, but it would be it's false. It's like saying like is a food position that it's offensive. It, it's it's false. like saying is a food good if nobody finds it good. Like I don't know. Does one person finding the food to be tasty enough to make it objectively tasty? No, well, no, probably not. But I mean, there's. But you know, there is this thing where, like, get over. It. You know, like, oh, stop being such a hypersensitive. And now it's just about to use <laughs> any number, of, any number of like offensive terms yeah, I mean. to complete that sentence. But you know what I mean? There is that where you get mad at people who are constantly. They're, they're, if so, okay. How about there this? are people that are looking to be offended. How about this? That's true, and I hate that. I hate that. I think we both could say we hate that. But if somebody yeah. were to say, you know what, man, that Bulgarian main joke really offended me because my cousin's roommate is Bulgarian and he's from Maine. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, dude. You yeah. don't feel that. You don't feel that. That's not <laughs> – you're right. But even if they do feel it, then kind of fuck off. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, like, the, the life yeah. is short. But, you know, uh, but I'll give you an example of the opposite. So, you know, this this recent – this guy from Cleveland who saved the, the kidnapped victims. 
Yeah. So a bunch of people, you know, they, they put, he gave this interview that many people found kind of funny. Somebody auto-tuned it and put it up. And uh, a good yeah. friend of mine, Michael Sargent, uh, who's a psychologist, sort of pointed to this article in Slate. Uh, and I'll put a link to this about how this is playing off this sort of buffoonish stereotype of black people, like the the crazy black neighbor, and the and uh, the very very minstrelly, and and that many people are laughing at this because of this deep history of of minstrelish. This guy was kind of a hero. He was being sincere. Yeah, he ate McDonald's and and spoke in slang, but uh, it was really kind of. And so somebody commented when when my friend Mike Sargent put this up and said like thing something that actually got to me, and then I ended up commenting on it, but it was something like. You're just upset. Like, don't be upset because of this. It was kind of blaming him for his reaction instead of saying, like, yeah, I can see how that history might actually make this an offensive thing to do. And and I, so I think that sometimes people but, have but the – But that's a great example, right? That just wasn't offensive. It was. It was I just, completely disagree. And I think that that is – It wasn't. This guy – we were celebrating this guy. That guy just miscalibrated. No, it I was just, like, no, this guy – this is this guy's awesome. This is where you're, you're making – so We're not laughing at this guy. We're not laughing. This is like, where you're – And if you are, if you're offended by it, then you're the fucking racist. There, because none of us were laughing at this, oh, that's a funny black guy talking in that slang. And it was like, this guy – is awesome. He's cutting to the chase. He's getting like the the, the, so the dispatcher, auto, the nine one one. Auto tuning him is like the way to do well, it. I don't know what that means. It means What's like when they put us, they put it to music and they put a beat to it, and they just like are looping the things that he's saying. So he's like performing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen that, but uh, well, obviously his interview isn't offensive. Like. It, but it's well, what no, people what, have done to it. Like, look at it. Look at the autotune. And and I and just because, all right, I'll look at the autotune before I have a really strong. Yeah, opinion just about because it, but, you don't yeah. have a fucking like sensitive moment when you see it doesn't mean that it's not offensive. Like, there's a no, but this is the thing. History but, of but, like, but look, the only way this would be offensive is if we were really viewing it the way this person says we were viewing it, and we're not. No, that's not. First of all, that's not fucking true. Because people you were laughing it at it like in a racist way doesn't mean that ten million people out there aren't. Right, like, it doesn't it's play, mean that. It's playing but, but, on but, but, a very specific people, stereotype about black people, which is what, which is that which they're is that they get shit buffoons. done and that they save people and that they. Well, well first uh, of all, fu- you know, you fucking haven't watched the clip that I'm talking about, so you can't really sure. comment on. It. All right, look, can we just stop this and I'll just watch the clip? <laughs> Let's just stop. Let me watch the clip. Okay, okay so now you've seen the video. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I get what your friend was saying. This, this, is, this is why you shouldn't have really, really strong opinions on something that you haven't seen at all. I, I can see now why. Now, look, I don't know this guy who posted it on YouTube. And this is part of the problem. This is exactly what, you know, one day is going to come back to haunt us. Like, this guy might have been had the best intentions. And if you knew him, you wouldn't find it offensive at all. But and that's- we don't know him. And... I, I can see how that would be. Uh, yeah, it's a little minstrelly, and that's um, the problem. Is that I think that the reason people are amused is because it kind of touches on this this sort of heckle and jekyllish uh, Amos and Andy uh, stereotype, and 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 people have been amused by that for a long time. So I don't think that in this case a white guy would be funny, right? Even as ignorant as a white guy might sound. Auto no, 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 but look, if, if if you did it right, and I know you, and you yeah, said, no, no, hey, I'm look, not blaming the guy, like, but this is this is yeah. maybe where we should take a take our own lesson. Where you're kind of responsible for 
for a grander part of just what your intent was. Like, <laughs> Especially if you post it on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, this podcast might be a good example of that, of somebody just tuning in for the first time. They don't know us, right. and they hear us talk a lot of shit. And then they hear you going, oh, but that's so offensive. <laughs> and then they think, oh, Tam- you know, that Tamler's a dick, but that, like, thank God for people. No, like you know, weirdly, everybody kind of seems to think that you're funny. It's a, it's a deep Jewish tradition. <laughs> well, you know, I've been working on my act in the cat skills. You know, so. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so I wrote, I, I mean, I think that this just reduces the man. Like, the, the, and what you were saying before was, no, we're celebrating the guy, aren't we? And I think that's yeah, exactly but not with right. That. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were yeah. celebrating him. I, I think that the guy should be celebrated. Because the guy, you know, the guy's funny. He's saying some funny things. Yeah. And they're funny, legit. And I think you're kind of laughing with them. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're appreciating him. But this does sort of reduce it to some sort of parody of a... I, I get that now. And, and you know, I, I, I was doing an intro class. Here's an example of something that's just not my... It's not really my fault. Uh, I guess it... But, but anyway, there was a deaf kid in my class. And he had somebody taking notes for it. And there was an example that I put on PowerPoint slides, you know, that I've been putting on for the last five years, where somebody's comparing, like, psychopaths who don't get the benefits of, you know, feeling good when you do something moral. Right. And then boasting about it, like, ha, 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 I don't have to be moral because it doesn't make me feel good, to a deaf person boasting because they don't have to pay for opera records. (laughs) You know, and I have this in big letters on my slide, like comparing to a deaf person who, and, oh, uh, and then, and, you know, and then after the class, I was like, holy shit. Cause I forgot about the, I forgot about the kid. I said, holy shit. So I immediately went to the note taker and I said, you know, was that, I, I, you know, I totally, I apologize. I didn't, you know, and again, this is not something that I think is right. except for me sort of ant- remembering that I had that slide and, you know, sort of anticipating it. It's not exactly my fault, but I felt terrible about it until this is a good example of she told me, oh, no, 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 he doesn't get like he thought that was funny. He doesn't get, like, he doesn't get pissed. <laughs> yeah, off. no, oh, I, I think that both of those reactions are the right ones. So like, right. So it's it's easier to talk about it this way than to talk about what like sort of necessary and sufficient conditions. I think that that we could always fuck up and really hurt someone's feelings. And I think that to the extent that we care not to hurt someone's feelings and to the extent that somebody else realizes that that wasn't the goal, like that's the right way. That's what humor like the whole point, you know, well, at least one one theory of humor is that it's there to reduce tension. And that's why some of this shit is so funny. Right. It's, it's funny right. because it's just. There's this tense, there's this tension sitting there sometimes, which is like someone with a disability or or a deep history of pain and suffering. Like it, it presents this block when you're interacting with somebody. And I see this all the time when like white people and black people who don't know each other are, are trying to navigate some, some sensitive issue came up. And it's like sometimes yeah. just a joke will just release it. But it has to be a joke done well, done with the knowledge that neither you – you're not looking to get offended and I'm not looking to offend you. Yeah, no, I think that's right. And But see, but that's the, that's the issue. Like was what I did – let's say the deaf guy was offended right. by it. Like I did the same thing. Right. So this is what I mean by just the person's reaction actually does it – does it make it more or less offensive based on, you know, the fact that this deaf guy just was totally cool about it and probably <laughs> like to joke about, you know, like has a good sense of humor. Here's about the question. It. The next time, the next time there's a deaf kid in your class, would you put it up there? I wouldn't. Right. So, and I think that's yeah. the right thing, which is it's above and beyond for the deaf kid to be a good sport about it. 
right? Um, it's super erogatory. Is that a word? <laughs> yes, that's a that's um, a philosophical. That's a, con- <laughs> but it's it's a Kantian word. It's so it's a bad stupid word. Kant. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you'll. Say. Um, and wait, have you said have you said the c word this episode? I think so. But if you want me to, I'll, I'll call you a fucking cunt if that's what you've been looking for. <laughs> yes. God, thank God, thank you, Lord. And don't loop it in auto tune and put it on YouTube, you asshole. <laughs> I can't believe you're Arab. So we have like a history. I know because you know I'm I'm Israeli. Yeah, no, I know. Believe me, I've spent enough time with Israelis that they give me <laughs> one of my. By the way, you just texted me somebody that you were supposed to be texting, which tells me two things: one, that you're just not listening to me and texting yeah, during the podcast. I know. Well, this was but supposed to be two, a mini podcast, and I ignored it for an hour. <laughs> so I kind of felt bad. It's true. Yeah. We've been we've been going on a bit. So <laughs> I, I can now. say the c word and text somebody at the same time. <laughs> no, I, I think that the key insight here is that this is our last show. <laughs> exactly. Oh wait, one last question: Why can the British say whatever they want? They're charming. Charm goes a long way. They're ten times more charming witty, than that. That's are. what I'm talking about. Is they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although although you know, have a British guy say uh, "packy," right, and tell me how funny uh, that yeah. is. <laughs> right. Well, again, it depends, but and then uh, there yeah. depends. Like that word has no emotional sort of connotation for me, and to, I had to learn because to me it sounded like just a, a reasonable abbreviation for someone from Pakistan. Like you know, I'm from Cali, you're from Packy, right? Right. And then and then, but just. <laughs> You know, apologies to our British listeners or to our podcast. But then you see my beautiful laundrette and you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, that, I, I, that I you could pull out the Jesse Prince. <laughs> that was sounded very you much. Be able to pull <laughs> out the Jesse It's one of Daniel Day-Lewis's <laughs> first movies. Oh, uh, it's actually not. You couldn't because people have heard of it. Again, you're <laughs> not. You're a film illiterate. But, but you know, in a great example, I think, although we might disagree on this based on what you said earlier, of breaking the tension with humor is that Louis C.K. clip that we started with where, you know, after he gives the origin of the word faggot and it's deep and it's sort of heavy. And then Nick. Uh, Nick breaks it. Uh, yeah, what's no. DePaulo? Nick DePaulo. That's yeah. his name. He go, he says, "All right, thanks, faggot." Yeah. And everybody laughs, and the guy, the gay guy, kisses him on the forehead. And the gay guy kissing him on the, the forehead tent. was what clinched it for me, though. You know, so obviously our audio listeners won't <laughs> won't see that, but but watch the clip. And I think so. I think that had Louis C.K. said it, I, I think it would have been a more effective breaking of the tension, or maybe not, maybe not. I I just was still at, but right see, after he that- said it. Here's here's the key. Right after he said it, I wasn't sure whether the gay guy would be like, "You fucking asshole." Like, you know, after what I just said, right after what I just said, you could say that. But they're friends. Clearly, they're friends. Right. They're friends and they're comics. That makes a difference, too. (laughs) But, you know, actually, I think last thing, because we both got to go. But I think maybe gay people have the best sense of humor generally about being gay. I think so, too, because I, I don't know. I don't know why, but but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I won't even get into theories why. Because <laughs> you'll say something. I, very just, I was about to say like three or four things that I shouldn't say. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, I, I think until you start, I, I don't know. I, I have nothing really clever to speaking say. Speaking of, yeah, because you're texting. That's why. No, I'm not texting. I, I just, uh, <laughs> speaking of gay people with good sense of humor, we're going to have Jesse Barry. Yeah, Jesse Barry. Yeah, Jesse Baring on the show, right? Oh yeah, a couple. Of, we have some uh, uh, exciting upcoming episodes, right? Uh, Paul Bloom, Jesse Baring, yeah. and I. 
I think I'm the only one excited by this, but an episode like uh, modeled after our Unforgiven episode, but on Straw Dogs, <laughs> which is a movie that just have, tell, have like, I told our you listeners that I'm not a fan just of watch Hoffman. this movie right now so that we can spoil it and talk about it and break it down. We're just very watch excited it. about this. I haven't yet watched the movie, and and uh, you know who knows? It might be it might be just so. A, a lot of these things are going to come up. Yoel, we're going to have Yoel back on, I think, yeah. and uh, talk about it. He's already you know he's offended by the treatment of women on the in the movie and i'm not with, i gotta say dustin reason. hoffman i can take him or leave him i'm i'm not that's why i'm not excited yeah i i'm not a i'm not like a dustin hoffman he's no fanatic, he's no Woody but Allen. he's very good in this and it, just watch the movie before we just <laughs> fair enough uh, yeah bunch of exciting well those are the episodes that would have happened if we hadn't done this episode. that's true that's true all right so that's it and we will See you next what do you time. say? We need a I tag. Say, well, Somebody see. send us a tag offline or something. Like, a, what do you call it? What do you call the line? Uh, oh, now you made me blank, blank on it. Call off. Call. Just say call, it. I don't know. A call. A call no, it's a. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, whatever the line is that you say. To end the show. Thing, to end the show. Also, we need to – also, a beginning of the show. Welcome to Very Bad Wizards. I'm Taylor Summers. Like, that's the – I know. That is kind of weak. We, we started team. saying that because we didn't know what we were doing. Remember? Remember? So if you have any ideas for the intro line and the outro line, then uh, let us know. But even though those are – neither of those are the correct terms. Until, until then, I'm just going to do my red fox. I got to go piss. All right. For more episodes, and to see the show notes and links for this episode, and to subscribe to Very Bad Wizards, go to www.verybadwizards.com. Who are you? Who are you? A very bad man. I'm a very good man. Good man. They think deep thoughts, and with no more brains than you have. Anybody can have a brain. You're a very bad man. I'm a very good man. Just a very bad wizard.